0: What's up, Ruth?
1: Hello, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing real well.
0: That's good. So, uh, you're putting salt in your water, right? I
1: am putting salt in my water. That is what's happening right now. What kind of salt? Pink Himalayan salt.
0: Pink Himalayan salt. I've seen that at Ross. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's not weird. That's not a weird intro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk
0: salt. Let's talk salt. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the UNG Odyssey podcast. And today I am sitting with very funny Dallas Fort Worth comic comedian. I don't know what to say, comic or comedian.
1: I don't know either. Certain
0: people have certain. I have
1: preferences. I don't have a preference.
0: Um. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> comedian uh, Ruth Banks. She is uh, very funny and doing very very well, blowing up here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. What's up, Ruth?
1: Uh, not a lot. Uh, I had to stay off work, so I slept till like, 2 p.m., so I'm, like, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed right about now. What,
0: what do you do for work, your daytime
1: Oh uh, Right now, I work at, like, a bowling alley, one of those places, like, main event with, like, the laser tag and the, all that Oh, that's
0: yeah. cool. Um, well, is it main event, or is it like... It's not main
1: event. I'm not trying to drop my company's name in case I tell some incriminating story oh, or something. come on. Um, I'm not trying... You know you're going to quit I in, like, will- two weeks. No, <laughs> I'm not. I just got this job because I used to work at class axe throwing. Yeah. I used to be a professional axe thrower. Uh-huh. Um, what? I did put that job.
0: axe throwers. Yes,
1: I taught people how to throw axe
0: Like, what makes living? you a professional axe thrower? Like,
1: I, I'm probably, people, when I say that, people assume that I, like, win money doing it, like, in competitions. Oh, no, I know but you But no, don't. I, because, <laughs> because, if you did, you wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be, be doing, doing like comedy,
0: Australia. yeah. You <laughs> in Australia doing all, like, these big-ass competitions. Yeah,
1: no, I was the general manager of an axe-throwing range and two mm-hmm. escape rooms. Um, so that was my old, what? that was oh, my old game. World.
0: Yeah. Oh, hold on, I gotta put those stars inside. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that much noise. Um, but, like, professional axe-thrower.
1: Yeah, I was the general manager of an axe-throwing range, so I think that's as close to professional as you can get right now. Sorry about that.
0: Sometimes
1: the puppies just don't want to be quiet, and they want to come inside. They're dogs. That's what they do.
0: Yeah, but that's cool. I didn't know you were a professional axe-thrower. I've got
1: my axe in my purse right now. Shut up. No, I'm serious. You, you carry can see, them you can with see you? the handle right there. It's, it's sticking out of my purse. Why do you have an axe with you? It self defense. No, so it used to be that I would just carry it to and from work, and yeah. those were the only places I went, so mm-hmm. I just always had it in my purse. And then I had a couple situations where things got kind of dicey and the axe came in real handy, and then I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to keep this on me from now on. Wow. This is, I travel with this now.
0: That is crazy. So. At least if you scare them off and. Uh, I used, I, you know, you can always tag them if they're running away. You need to get them real quick. Yeah, just
1: like a quick, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's badass. I
1: find it really, because my, my whole, like, method whenever things get creepy is mm-hmm. I I try and just out insane the other person. <laughs> and when you have a double-headed axe, it really helps the whole, like, insane persona. It does.
0: Um, did there you ever watch...
1: The yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: We need to get you a mic on. <laughs> I <don't laughs> really not hear anything that you said. Um... Did you ever watch the movie uh, Uncle Buck? I did not. Okay, you should watch it just because it's a good John Candy movie and he was an awesome comedian slash actor. But like, one of the scenes uh, he's okay, the gist of it, he's babysitting kids.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One of them is a young teen adult, uh, female. And in one of the scenes, she goes out on a date with this guy and of course the guy looks way older for her. And John Candy hey. finds them at a park. They're like at a like a at a park, like, you know, those barrel that they would put fire in whenever it's cold or whatever. And he goes over there, finds them, and then he's like, he, he, he brings a guy with him to the, to the car. And in the trunk, he has an axe. So he takes out the axe, and while he's just talking to the guy, he just, like, starts, you know, smoothing it over. You know, just looking at it. Like, you know, <laughs> you know. And that just makes me think of, of you know this whole act scenario, and I picture you with some guy, and you just whip it out, and be like, so you think you're gonna go home now, huh? <laughs> I would not say that. I am gonna get laid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like the idea that I have to threaten people into coming home with me, but that's, that's the level I'm at. Comedy's desperate, folks. Like, <laughs> you're going to book me on this you're gonna show. You're going to book me you're and... book me on this show. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: cool. I did not know that about yeah. you. You know, that's exactly why I love doing these podcasts with the comics, because yeah. I get to know stuff about you guys that I would have never found out if I didn't have a chance to sit down and talk to you guys. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's How funny. did you get into Axeloints?
1: Very strangely actually, mm-hmm. um, so when I first, I started with this company three years ago. Um, when I first started with them, they were just room escapes, so my parents actually took their office through a team building event, at this room escape, it was a zombie escape room, where there's a zombie on a chain, the chain gets longer every five minutes, mm-hmm. um, and you have to solve the puzzles while the zombie is chasing you. and like, ah, That
0: sounds amazing. So,
1: my parents did this thing and they had a cool picture with the zombie and stuff. I was like, I can't believe you did that without me because I love escape rooms. So, as soon as I was back in town, because I, I came home from college, moved back to Dallas, moved back with my parents, and I immediately was like, it's an acting job at an escape room. I was a theater major who loves escape rooms. I'm going there. So, I it was the first place I applied to out of college and I got the job. Um, and very interesting boss, uh, but he called me his unicorn cause I was available during the day and I,
0: that is not the, t- the right term to use that for No, I know. I know. don't call my unicorn people around him be like, like, Man, what? What he? yeah, he's got a cool wife. He,
1: he used to, he used to tell me he, he would, he wanted to have sex with me, but I was just too breakable. That was his. Yeah, that's a totally different story. My boss at the time was insane. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he was insane. insane. No, well, it wasn't axes at the time. It was just the escape rooms. But then the owner of the company went up to Canada and got mm-hmm. to throw axes because it's a big pastime up there. And he was like, Texas would love this. We're bringing this to Texas. So he moved his escape rooms into a bigger faci- a warehouse-type facility, and he also built the axe-throwing ranges. So I went from being like a zombie actor, and then suddenly I was training on how to throw axes and how to teach people how to throw axes. Hmm. So it wasn't what I signed up for. It's just kind of what it evolved into.
0: So um, they just incorporated the... Axe throwing for the fuck of it with the uh, escape room
1: essentially, yeah. But so, it, it, it has been hugely popular, it's been more successful than the escape rooms, honestly. It's been a huge win, so yeah,
0: that's cool. I mean, who doesn't like throwing axes
1: exactly? It's great team building, it's great, like good for getting aggression out, good mm-hmm. for all sorts of
0: things. But now are you throw it at a target, or it, do they have like different scenarios? It's a wooden
1: target, yeah. Okay. So it's uh. They so, like they should have one where like theory. there's a
0: little kid running away and there's a pedophile. It's that guy from Subway. <laughs> we just the get after from Subway chasing after him, We're like,
1: quick, get Jerry before he gets the kid. Jared before he gets the child. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh no. <laughs> I have always wanted to get like a projection screen where mm-hmm. I can project like like zombies around Halloween and like stuff like oh, that. yeah, yeah. I did when I first got the job. Um, I asked about if we could like hang pictures of people because like, I wanted to do like. Divorce parties where we could like hang pictures of the, but they they shot me down on that. They're like, We can't do that. That's that's like Why not? A, a threat of a crime. It's a liability oh, issue. Okay, it's like a threat of a crime like, or something like that. idea
0: too yeah. Much. yeah,
1: something like that. So that idea got shot like your down. boss. <laughs> yeah, something like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is really weird to say. I don't think I've ever, well, no, I probably have said that to a girl, but you I mean. In a joking way, like... <laughs> but they don't even... And want, not, 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 when not when you're like their serious. manager no, and y'all no, are
1: at Well, so my whole thing is I've got Eller's danlos Syndrome, so he used to call me Mrs. Glass because I am, like, inherently so breakable. Okay. Uh, so that's a uh...
0: no, Wait, you have what...
1: At least don't, Let me make sure I'm lining it up right in the camera. But yeah, so my my oh, creepy. my joints like don't super work. So the collagen my body produces is ineffective, uh-huh. and collagen is the main ingredient in your connective tissue. Yes, yes. So everything that is connective tissue in my body is like a little substandard. So like the the whatever the the connective tissue between my vertebrae did not work at all so my vertebrae just went like one went that way and one went that way so that's but why I still I, like that no I have 16 screws in my spine holding them in oh, place oh shit now. Yeah. god I think people don't know that but yeah I've got a huge old scar down my back it's about a foot long scar running into my what? scalp and all so
0: okay now. so are, so their screws they're not fused together are they yeah it's,
1: it's fused they're fused so I, I like I can't turn my head any further than like
0: yeah, I would need an axe if I were you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I can't
0: turn around. I can't. I an mean, axe.
1: Like,
0: I don't know what's behind me, but <laughs> but I'm kind of turning around
1: an <laughs> axe in my hand. Yeah,
0: yeah. That is insane. When did you, when, uh, when did you have to have to have to have that happen
1: to you? Right? It happened after my sophomore year of college. Yeah. Um That was when the surgery was. So I was like. Twenty. I was twenty. I was twenty because I turned 21 while I was still in the brace. Yeah. So I was twenty when what I you got the surgery. Pain?
0: Like, pretty much oh yeah,
1: I'm like... in pain all the time. Like I'm, I'm, I deal with bad chronic pain. So you're still in pain. Like, even oh now. yeah. Oh yeah. I get bad headaches, bad, and I have um, some because of that I have something called postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. Mm-hmm. I have something called gastroparesis. I have something called a Chiari malformation. And it's all because of this connective tissue issue. The tissue issue. That's what Jeez. I'm. If I ever, uh, if I ever get to write like for a magazine, I'm gonna call it the tissue issue. Huh?
0: That's insane. You know, uh, not to like be off topic. Well, really? it's kind of the same topic, but like my, you know, obviously my girlfriend's Caucasian. Yeah, and yeah. She's a little, you know, strawberry blondish red, whatever. She also seems to have a lot of issues with her. <laughs> So it's just like, geez, you, you, it's like you, light-skinned, really light-skinned, like, gingerish type of women are just, like, very fragile. <laughs> just really Look, There, there yeah. this one time. I'm gonna tell this story, because I do it on stage, okay, Lana? <clears throat> I had changed my body soap, and she turned out to, okay, I had used some body soap, right? It was just, like, dye or whatever. I didn't even know what brand it was. It but was dye. But... <laughs>
1: She knows. But, <laughs> like,
0: I washed my private parts and everything. Then we had sex. Okay. And then while we were having sex, she said she started feeling something weird. And apparently her body was allergic to the soap. So because we were into an intimate area, I can say pussy. I don't know why I'm saying this. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> You're a I'm oh, you know, her, her, Not going to offend her, me. The juices in her pussy mixed with the soap. So when I pulled out, she, like, ran to the bathroom and to check to see what was going on. And her... Her lips were completely swollen. Whoa. From, from sex and like it, That's it, awful. it looked. Yeah. It looked like okay. Have you ever seen? Okay, you might have never seen this kind of porn. I'm it's, very it's, curious it's to see what you're about to come up with. Like. It's kind of it's kind of deep deep porn that you kind of watch. You know, like they use like a vacuum on the pussy. Okay, like I know suction, what you're talking
1: about. Yeah.
0: And they'll take it off and it looks all swollen. Yeah, 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 I know what
1: you mean. Yeah. If they have
0: big labias, it'll like the legs look swollen. That's what her pussy looked like, <laughs> and I thought it looked cool. <laughs>
1: You know, I was like that is worse is that I told him numerous
0: times that I was allergic to dye soap. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's I a mean, I, I, I guy's like, like, I didn't so know weird. your shit was gonna swell up like that. It's like I didn't know if I touch your skin with dye soap, you break out knives. That shit they'll
1: that <laughs> well, yeah. They I'm never good. listen. They never listen. Uh, it, that's always sucks. the that's always the like it's I find that with like this is kinda unrelated also, not comparing to this, but I find that with like like servers at restaurants mm-hmm. um i don't have this issue because i don't have bad allergy issues but one of the things that comes along with my little cluster of health issues is something called mast cell activation syndrome more like MCAS, uh, and that is it's a hyper allergy to a lot of things mm-hmm. um uh, so there's like They'll go into restaurants and be like, hey, I really, really need my food not to contact this thing. It's going mm-hmm. to be a problem if my food comes in contact with this thing. And the waiter's like, yeah, yeah, we got it. And they eat their food and they have this bad reaction. And the waiter's like, oh, I didn't know it was like that serious. And it's like, we we spelled it out for you. Like, I don't know how much more clear it could have possibly been. So what, are you allergic to foods too? Uh, so I don't have that part of it, luckily. there's oh, okay, There's cool. three... Um, like things that tend to go together, and that's uh, EDS, POTS, and MCAS. and I somehow don't have the third one, so I'm very lucky to have that. Oh, um, cool. But I don't know if you know uh, Lauren Marie Riley. Um, do you know her? She's another Dallas area comedian. Uh, she's mm-hmm. just not currently in the Dallas area because she's getting treatment um, off, I think, like Virginia or off somewhere else. Okay. But she's still a big online presence, so she has yeah. a lot of – she has EDS also, and I think MCAS is one of the things she's with. Uh, her her issues are a lot more specialized than mine are, but um, she's another huge like disabled comic who does she she does a lot of good awareness raising raising so.
0: Oh well, if she ever comes back, maybe you could help link us up and her yeah. on the podcast, dude, and I talk totally will stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, mom, kind of like my point, like that I was making with her by introducing her yeah, to the yeah. conversation is that like I make fun of her for being so allergic to all kinds of things, having all kinds of ailments, yeah, and like it's cause you're weak white jeans <laughs>
1: That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, my it is a genetic mutation that I have, so you're not that wrong. It's, I mean,
0: I just joke around. But now when I'm talking to you, I feel bad about saying like, stuff know, like that to it's her. A problem. Like you're, you're actually not that bad, girlfriend. <laughs> she gets sick. Like she got sick already. Two colds in like the past month.
1: Because you keep
0: getting me sick. I I'm not sick. How do I keep getting you sick? You can be a
1: carrier without showing symptoms.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, the common cold. I guess so, man. It's not my fault. I talked to a bunch of people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Anyway, so, when did you first find out that you had this issue?
1: So, I've been, I've had health issues my whole life, Mm -hmm. but they were never diagnosed until actually, the person who first used the, told me the phrase, Ellie's danlos Syndrome, was the surgeon who ended up operating on my spine. Mm -hmm. Um, So, he, it was, it was actually kind of a weird roundabout way we got there. Um, I was looking, I was having really bad pain issues specifically back pain but they were also causing me bad headaches and migraines and I don't mean just like, oh, I've got a headache. Like, I would be unable to leave my house for three days because it would be, no. I'd have to sit in the dark and, like, do nothing. No, those
0: are real migraines. They're
1: real bad migraines. Like, I couldn't hold down food. I couldn't, like... I
0: give her a shit for saying, I got a migraine. Like, you don't have a migraine. You're, that is nowhere near a migraine. You have a pussy little headache. Well, there are degrees and it. stuff. But, like,
1: it was, it was still, like... you <laughs> gonna hate me for anything. you yeah, like, you're burning so many bridges. Like, I don't know why you're doing this. You're not like, earning yourself any friends.
0: I like to push this.
1: You are a comic, so. Um, but, so, I would, I w- and I was getting those eight to nine times a month, so mm-hmm. if you have three days, eight times a month, that's like 24 months, 24 days out of a 31-day month. So I was just useless. I was doing horribly in school. I was was having an awful time. Uh, and so I decided I wanted to get a breast reduction, because that was the only obvious thing I could think of, to like, mm-hmm. this will probably help. Um, and my dad was like, "We'll do it, but... We want to hear from, like, a spine, like, from a back doctor that it's actually going to help. We don't want to put you through this. If then on the other side we can find it doesn't make any difference. Mm-hmm. So my mom just Googled, like, spine sur- or like spine doctor San Antonio. That's where I was at the time. Mm-hmm. And we just pulled up the first search result. Um, and it was a doctor, uh, Dr. Stephen Seer. And it turns out he, like, he was a surgeon in the military. And he's got all these, like, accolades. And he's this amazing surgeon. Uh, so he ended up. Because I'd seen other doctors throughout my time trying to figure out what was going on, and they all couldn't find anything. And so he essentially, hearing my story, he took some very specific imaging that had me, like, turn a certain way and bend my neck down this way, and, like, this very specific x-ray he took. And he, he came back and was like, okay, so a breast reduction isn't super going to help what you've got going on. And, like, he pretty much told me there was, like, a unit of measurement, where about how displaced your vertebrae are from each mm-hmm. other, and like .04 or something was the you need to get surgery measurement. Like if it's past .04, you really need surgery. And I was at like .4, like .5, like .6. Like I was at way worse than was even <laughs> surgically like.
0: That's like being way over the the legal uh, limit of. Yeah, drinking. the legal limit of drinking exactly. <laughs> it was
1: that kind of, it's kind of same units
0: um like you're super drunk i don't know how you're walking around. I,
1: that's what he said he was like i don't know how you're okay like i don't know how you're functional i don't mm-hmm. know how you're standing up i don't know how your spine is holding up your head what he ended up finding out when he cut into me was that my back muscles had essentially mutated to be holding my spine together so that was the only thing actually holding my spine mm-hmm. up was my back muscles had like, like you know what girl, if you, if you probably
0: were flat chested you probably wouldn't be able to walk because probably, like, all that bending over movement because of your test it weight. It built it up, yeah. Your, your back's all like, we're getting okay, weak to we handle this. all this. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so he, he saw that, and then he was thinking, like, how did this happen? So he came back in the room, and he had a reflex tester. And he was like, D- not just the knee. Like, he was doing this, this weird one in my ankle, this weird one, like, on my wrist. Like, and he was like, okay, you're hyperreactive to things. Uh, and I don't know. How he made that leap, how he thought to do that, because, like, you're hyperreactive to things, which is the symptom of Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, so then he took me through the Biden score, and mm-hmm. the Biden score is a measure of your hypermobility, or, like, double-jointedness is the mm-hmm. non-efficient term, so it's, like, being able to bend, it's actually 90 degrees is the the standard, and I have the full the full 180, and then it's my my arms bend back more than 180 degrees, mm-hmm. same with my knees. So that's, it's always, a,
0: that's always creepy.
1: He took me through all of those, and he was like, okay, I can't officially diagnose you with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome because I'm not a geneticist, but you want to get this looked at. This is probably what's going on. Um, so I, um, Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome has some weird stigmas around it, so it took me a little bit to get a doctor that would work with me on it, but um, now we're, we're in a good place, so that's kind of how that happened. I was looking for a breast reduction and ended up with 16 screws in my spine. Mm.
0: Yeah. It happens. You know what? Your future boyfriend would be like, Thank God for that, doctor.
1: Oh, I'm still getting a breast reduction. It's still going to happen. <laughs> no, it's still gonna why? Happen. Leave I'm him just... alone. I have like a five minute bit about getting a breast reduction. Have you ever <laughs> listened to my comedy? I haven't. I don't think I've heard that
0: bit mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. I had, uh, nah, to be honest, I don't really try to listen to too many comics. No, I know. I, Nobody,
1: because there's so many of us. There's, there's no so many point. of us, and, yeah, then,
0: heard it. and then, uh, Okay. You've heard it. Yeah, yeah she actually, yeah. she'll actually, she'll sit, there, she'll sit there. She sits there and <laughs> watches the comics. Yeah, I do. I can
1: see your Um But I, I, I can't,
0: I can't always watch because sometimes it'll get into my head. Yeah, and, and then you're then like, I wanna, did
1: I come up with that, or is that the some bit somebody like, else Or like, I
0: want to change my bit because I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, I feel the room, but like I should change it. It's like, no, I need to keep, I need to stay, stick with what I know. That's why I, I don't like being in there. Interesting. For the, for, unless somebody asked me to, like, mm-hmm. like oh, hey, yeah, yeah, I got a new bit, you know, I want to see it, and then okay, but, like, uh just hanging out in there, I, I can't do it, because it, it, it fucks with my head. I've
1: got a couple, I've got kind of a routine for it. I always make sure I watch the two comics before me and the two comics after, because, like, the two comics before me, I can kind of get, like, a read of the room. Yeah, you know, I I can, do that, too. I can tell, like... Oh, they really like dirty stuff. I may tweak my stuff and throw in some of my more dirty stuff. Or, like, oh, they're really closing down to, like, more controversial material. I'm not having to take that stuff out. And then if I, if I have a really great set and then I listen to the next two comics and the audience is also dying for them, I'm like, okay, I had a great set, but it was an easy <laughs> room. And then conversely, like, if I totally bombed, but then the other four comics I listened to also had a rough time, then it's like, okay, maybe it's not all me, maybe it is partially the room. That's a lot easier to determine if you don't just listen to your own set, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, when it comes down to, like, that when I'm waiting for Mm -hmm. the next couple people, uh, yeah, it is very true. Like, you can read the room a little bit. Like, if they're not getting that many laughs and it's is like, something really, really hilarious... Um, then you'd be like, okay, don't worry about it. If I don't do that great, it's going to be okay. Just go up there and do your usual exactly. thing.
1: Exactly,
0: um, exactly. Maybe you'll get a laugh or two, but if not, then that's okay. And then sometimes
1: it's like, the two before me kills, and the two after me kills, and I bombed, and that is my fault, and I can't shut that off on anyone else. <laughs> it's that true. is on me. And also,
0: like, knowing who you have to follow, Like sometimes you have to follow a really great comic. Uh, and like I had to follow one time, um, do you know her name... I forget her the first name, but it's something Spiller, Latoya Spiller. Oh,
1: Keylana Spiller.
0: Keylana Spiller. Yeah,
1: oh, from Heart in the City. Oh yeah, my God! Yeah. Oh. I
0: had to follow her at, at Arlington and Oh, I'm so I sorry. Fucking so I'm bad. I'm so sorry. I bombed so she killed in front of the room with her demographic, and then I went up next after her, and I did so bad.
1: Yeah, that's that's rough.
0: That's rough. And for some reason, I always feel like I'm going to go on stage. Like, I'll see the comics before me. And they're like, okay, they don't have that much energy. I'm going to go up there. I'm I'm going to go super energy. I'm going to be super uh, uh, animated and and all into my bits. Then I get up there and they're like, hey, how's it going? (laughs) Um, I don't know why. It's like deer
1: in the headlights.
0: Yeah, Uh, kind of. Those lights get you. They're like, okay, okay. Don't do anything stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> wow. But um, are you doing anything tonight?
1: Uh yeah, I'm probably gonna go from here to uh, Fort Worth Hyenas. Oh cool, so mine. Oh cool, perfect.
0: Well, I mean, after this, I'm gonna go hit the gym for a little bit, get a little workout because I need to. My doctor said I'm fat.
1: Mine too. It's okay. She. <laughs> she should. She's, she's, she shouldn't fat shame you like that. Uh, How dare she? She thinks Jap- she is a medical professional. She's Japanese and she's oh. very blunt. Okay. And
0: uh, she told me the other day she's just worried that I might be like borderline diabetic. My 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 um not my cholesterol level because she hasn't checked that yet, but my blood pressure level is like almost right to that
1: point. Mm-hmm.
0: She's a little worried. She like, says
1: so I have problems. <laughs> oh.
0: Well, mine are because I eat too much, okay? Yours are because you sneeze and you, you I don't, don't know.
1: Defend
0: <laughs> don't defend it. Don't defend it. Don't I can defend if I want to. You can't even use laundry soap. Certain laundry soap gives her. <laughs> yeah,
1: don't go to the laundry. Laundromats are out for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <clears throat> well, I mean,
1: whatever. No, they are. I understand. I got yeah. fucked up because someone used the soap I was allergic to. Uh, like
0: that. before you, and that fucked you up. Yeah, yeah, like so it's, it's in the washing machine, and no w- yeah, oh, yeah, shit. it's an issue. It's wow. an issue. No, fuck that. But yeah, I'm going to uh, Fort Worth Hyenas. I actually need to text Kelvin, the door guy, but I'll, I'll he'll answer more like around eight thirty. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So okay, let's talk about your comedy career. How long have you been doing comedy? Two
1: years now.
0: Two years. High five. Almost two years right here too. Nice. If I would have been able to go straight over the summer. It would have been two years but i had to take a break in the summer because i had my kids mm, gotcha. <clears throat> um oh man was so rusty when i came back though <laughs>
1: was
0: so rusty people were like oh my god what's going on and then i like i'm finally starting to find my groove again actually i found it a couple weeks ago so now i'm just good working on certain things i'm gonna go back and i'm not gonna create any new bits for a while because I have so many old ones that could be... That you just
1: need to work on, yeah.
0: I'm just going to take those old ones and redo them for a while. I might take a week off pretty soon and just, like, see if I can go over all of my bits. Because I have, it's like almost two, years, two worth. years worth of bits. Wow. That And and I would always kind of make something new, like, every other week. So, uh, and I, I have the Butch Lord Showcase coming up on the 29th in uh, Plano. So, I got to get ready for that. Okay. also. So things are moving along. What about you? I know you got some shows coming up.
1: Yeah, I just got added to the Comedy Arena nine thirty show tomorrow. Cool. Uh, and then, don't mind me as I pull out my show calendar. Mm. I mean, I just got too many. I can't remember too them many. all. Too many. I know I'm up at D. I was just at the Plano Comedy Festival this uh, this last weekend. Oh yeah, Jack uh, Freeman
0: was on that too. And he, yeah. he talked about it last night. Yeah. How would how that go?
1: It was really cool. It was a really like well organized, well done. It was my first comedy festival, so I'm anything to compare it to. But, like, that was done, it was great.
0: That was put together by Wes, right?
1: Yeah, Wes. Wes, Brittany Goss. Uh, yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. I've met Wes twice.
1: Oh, he's great. He's a yeah, good He's, one, he's no.
0: hilarious.
1: He is great. And um, um, I'm up at the. The Haltem, uh City Showcase on the 25th.
0: Haltum City?
1: Yeah. Uh, and then I'm at, uh, I have, uh, I don't, you know Mana, you know Mana. I don't know I was about mm-hmm. to ask you Of course you know Mana. Yeah. Uh, I'm hosting a show for her at Hyenas on the 28th. Oh, um, cool.
0: The, uh, the, uh, the, cats the claws, claws Out, in. yeah. Claw the out Claws around. Out comedy
1: show. I'll be hosting that. Um, and then, let me see. Um, I've got DCH on October 11th. I'm up at the State Fair of Texas on October 10th. Ooh, the State Fair. Yeah, I'm very excited for that one. Uh, that, they've got such a good crew going up there. It's ridiculous.
0: Who put that one together?
1: Uh, Angela Owen Walker. I don't know what that is. Oh, she's she's my writing partner. She's amazing. You gotta get to know Angela Owen Walker. Maybe I should. Yeah, she's killer. She is cool. killer. Um, she, uh... Yeah, she's always...
0: Is she a comedian too? Or oh yeah,
1: a... oh yeah. Yep, she's my writing partner.
0: Your writing partner?
1: Yep. We have a call every Monday where we call and like talk about bits and give each other tags and oh, help cool. it, help each other tighten up and that kind of stuff, yeah.
0: It's a really uh,
1: good... It's a good motivation to keep writing and it's a good way to like polish stuff up. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all. And then... After that, my next one is... I'm I supposed to be on Brave Boys in December, but that's that's my next one out after that.
0: Oh, cool. That's Brave Boys. That's... Um, whose podcast is that? It is kind of a podcast, right? Yeah,
1: it's a podcast.
0: Who's that done by?
1: Uh, it's um, Taylor... I don't know how to pronounce the last name. I'm sorry, Taylor, if you're watching this. Higginbotham. Taylor Higginbotham. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there we go. I had to look it up real quick. just It's got too many syllables. I can't remember them all. Um, <laughs>
0: Uh, what was I going to ask you next? What uh, what influences do you have that made you get into comedy?
1: Uh, so it was actually after my... I've always loved comedy. Like I uh, I played chess a lot when I was little. And uh, on the weekends, I'd be away at tournaments. My dad would bring his portable DVD player. But the only DVDs he ever had was, were uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. So I would just like, watch <laughs> that on repeat. So I'm big into British humor, like British comedy. Yeah. That's been a big thing for me. I don't know if you've ever heard of British comedy panel shows. But it's this great thing, they don't They don't really have too many of them in America, but it's basically like, they get a bunch of comedians and just put them on a panel and give them some weird, like, some weird premise, like, one is called Would I Lie to You? And they make the, the comics just, like, read out things about their lives, and it's either gonna be truth or a lie, and they have to try and sell it as the truth either way, and the other team tries to guess if it's the truth or a lie, and they're all professional comedians, so it's hilarious. It's oh. like game shows, but it's actually funny people were on them. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's,
0: like Kind of like um, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Uh, that's more
1: of an improv show. Um, so it's like, not so much improv. It's a panel show. Uh, but but I mean, it is like, wait, wait, stuff... Listen. What? Like wait wait, yeah, like, wait, wait, don't tell me. Yeah, kind of like wait, wait, don't tell me. I don't uh, know what that is. White people shit. <laughs> white people shit. Yeah. <laughs> the Caucasians are bonding over here. I'm Fuzzle. sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: you're fired a <laughs>
1: Can you fire your girlfriend? Is that a Is that a thing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could. Does that imply you're paying her something? So Nah. Okay,
0: exactly.
1: yeah. I mean. Maybe. Anyway, anyway. You may need to renegotiate your contract. Uh,
0: <laughs> anyways, uh, we're getting sidetracked from the main conversation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well,
0: that's cool. Uh, I was wondering how, like, how are you gonna link comedy with chess? I was like, No, like, no, I'm, I'm I pull. I'm pulling back around. <laughs> there's nothing funny about chess. Uh, I was in the chess club in, in elementary as well but
1: I started my chess club in elementary school. Really?
0: <laughs> You're like we need to do something.
1: Well so I had been um, I had been at another school and I was in their chess club and I was really good at or my, my grandmother had taught me to play chess and so then when I was at other school I was in the chess club and then I came to this new school and there like wasn't a chess club so um, I felt like on my on that day when you go and meet the teachers, there was, the science teacher had a, a chessboard hanging in her room, and I was like, mm. hey, want to start a club?
0: And the science teacher was like, okay. Well, I'm like, yeah,
1: I- sure. Um, and uh, she, we, I was in the club through all of elementary school, and then I, like, was of the volunteers that helped, like, teach in the club through, like, middle school and high school. So I was, like, "Oh, big into chess my whole life, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but I actually, the way I got into comedy is, um, during my spinal surgery, I was bed bound for like three months. Like, I literally, we moved this recliner into my parents' bedroom, and I just sat there. I only ever got out of it for physical therapy. Like, I had to stay still, because they were trying to fuse my bones. So, then you couldn't couldn't do much while you're growing bone. That's a pretty stationary activity. Um, I know for you, growing a bone is something you do all the time, but for me, it was a big deal. Um,
0: we'll see in the morning when I don't want
1: it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks to her. So I was bedbound, and so I literally was just, like, watching Netflix stand-up comedy specials on repeat, and it was this great form of escapism for me and so once i was done once i was more recovered i was like i want to i want to be able to do that for somebody else i want to give somebody else that escapism
0: that's so cool. I, did you ever like laugh so hard that you like kind of hurt yourself oh
1: yeah oh yeah
0: <laughs> all the time oh, maybe yeah. <laughs> depending who's one of your uh, more favorite not inspiring com- comics but like one of your more favorite comics to see
1: i think john mulaney is my favorite john mulaney. i love john mulaney
0: he's pretty goddamn funny too. yeah yeah uh, I think one of mine's Lewis uh, Black and Mike Birbiglia. Mhm. Oh,
1: Mike is great. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I just like Mike as the way he just put a, he just puts it all together in like a way like. It's a, just
1: one long like, oh, story. He's a storyteller. Yeah, yeah.
0: The, like that that one, uh, sleepwalk with me.
1: Mhm.
0: One of my favorite uh, um, stand up shows like ever.
1: Mhm. I also love uh, Demetri Martin.
0: Oh, live Martin's very he's witty, being, man. Yeah, very, he's great. I, I used to show him to some of my ex-girlfriends. They're like, I don't get it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my, my I saw Demetri Martin live. because My angel of a sorority sister mm-hmm. got a... Because he had a show in San Antonio on my birthday. And I went to school in San Antonio. And she was like, oh, this is on Ruth's birthday. So she got me tickets to see mm-hmm. Demetri Martin. <clears throat> but he actually, like... It was the craziest show because his flight was delayed... And then he got to the venue, and the venue didn't have any of the stuff they were supposed to have for them. So he was. Oh, that sucks. His entire show was just him flying by the seat of his pants, which made it 10 times greater than I thought it had been what he had planned to do. Um, like, like we got to the venue before he did. He literally, like, pulled up on, a, on an Uber at the stage door, like, ran through the stage door, like, as he was running on stage, turned to a PA and was like, Do you have the big, like, do you have the the big whiteboard I asked for and the the markers? And they were like, the what? And he was like, great, cool, cool. (laughs) And he, like, just ran on stage. um, That's, like, his thing. How do they not know to get that? I know, I know. And then um, they, uh, at one point, like, during his, it was supposed to be preset on stage, uh, but obviously they didn't have it, so one of the PAs, like, ran to a craft store and, like, bought one while, while the show was going on. So he had to, like, reorder his bits so that... The, like, the whiteboard stuff didn't come till later. And then when they finally did get it, they just, like, you just saw this hand reach out from backstage and, like, place it on stage. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And, and he, like, he, he did not want to have any dead air during his show, so he tried to, like, it was a wired microphone, so he tried to walk over with the microphone, and the wire just wouldn't go far enough for him to, like, reach the white thing. So he pulled out his phone, and, like, pulled out one of his old comedy specials, and set the phone on the stool, and set the microphone by the phone, and then ran off to get (laughs) the whiteboard while one of his old comedy specials was playing over the speaker. And then, my favorite part was while he was actually getting it ready he, like, put the... He was, like, bent down in, like, child's pose. He put the microphone between his legs and was drawing like this, still talking into the microphone. But he was just stream of consciousness because he was focusing on the drawing. I don't even remember what he said, but it was just, like, pure insanity, like, whatever is going on in his mind, which I would pay to see that way more often. Uh, well, so. yeah,
0: because um, it seems like... If you could see his regular stuff, cool. And it'd be funny... But you get to see him actually figuring out what he's gonna what do. He's how, gonna, he's gonna, how he's how gonna, he gonna did, make this where, work? Yeah. yeah, it's way more interesting. I'm pretty sure that was like, I'm pretty sure he's gonna make a joke about that in itself. And yeah, Talk yeah. about that later on. Like, I did this place. It's horrible. It's
1: horrible you place. Know what? Never going back to San Antonio. Out of
0: a lot of things that I listen to, I hardly ever hear him on anything. Have you heard him on anything? I have heard
1: him on anything either. No. I would love
0: to hear him talk yeah. about something. I just, I never, I've, <clears throat> I haven't checked to see if it's have ever been on Rogan. But, I mean, I've been listening to it for almost four years now. And I started, I started at the beginning. At one point, I got up to like 150. And then I've been listening since like eight, seven or 800. Cool. So he might be in there in between. Because I didn't know Mike Birbiglia was on Rogan's podcast, but he was. I found two episodes with him in there. I just wanted to see if he was on by any chance. Um, but I've never, yeah, I've never heard Mike. Bir- yeah. uh, I mean, uh, Dimitri Martin Dimitri on Martin, anything. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't so, either. So that's very strange.
0: Very strange. Huh.
1: Yeah, and then also, uh, I'm I'm a little biased towards. I never say her last name right, uh, but Eliza Schlesinger. Uh-huh. Um, she went to the same high school I went to. So no shit. She, I'm so mad because I used to have. This bit about peacocks because there were peacocks on our campus. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went there since first grade and I lived next door to them. So I had this whole bit about peacocks and how annoying peacocks are. And then in, in her confirmed kill special, she's got a solid like five minutes on peacocks that just like covered everything I was gonna do. And I was just like, damn it!
0: Look at No! Look like, <laughs> at You have something, I mean, I'm pretty sure, um, I'm pretty sure, uh, like, I don't know, it's like I'm pretty sure other people probably thought the same funny things.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh okay. Yeah.
1: Your co host.
0: Um
1: the entire time.
0: And like I um goddammit, you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, like <clears throat> so how, so like she just ended up getting further in comedy before you could.
1: Oh she! Oh yeah, she's had three or four Netflix specials now. She's a huge. God damn. No, she's a huge name. So is she? Human.
0: Is she like? If you guys were, did you guys go to the same high school at the same time? Not at the or same was, time, no. Oh, okay, was, I was about to say. She, she was like, she years really ahead was. of me. She, uh, like maybe she probably,
1: we were never in the same high school. I think she was four or five years older than me. Oh, okay, so,
0: okay, that uh, makes more sense. Yeah. I was about to say, wow, she must have, like, got blown up. Wait, no, no, like,
1: no, she's, <laughs> yeah, she was actually the first stand-up I ever saw live, mm-hmm. because we went to the, Also, the Dixie chicks went to my high school again, not the same time, but, like, they spoke at my graduation. I was That's about to say, weird. wait a minute. <laughs> no, oh. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm a lot older. You think black don't crack, like. <laughs> <laughs> the Dixie
0: Chicks, huh? That's yeah, cool. yeah. Um Where are you from?
1: Uh, I went to school in Addison, so Dallas. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So you're a native too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm,
1: I'm here.
0: I, uh, I'm not. Yay! I'm from Davenport, Iowa. Okay. <clears throat> cool. But um, but I've been here for a while, so I mean.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll accept you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I still don't say y'all.
1: I, I, I y'all like a motherfucker. I don't say
0: y'all. I can't do it. I can't. Uh,
1: y'all.
0: I mean, I'm y'all. I'm <laughs> No, no, no. I'm okay not saying y'all. I mean, redheads stand
1: out as enough as it is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I totally did this to myself, though. This is not natural. So this is. I consented to standing out. Mm, me too. Yeah, yeah,
0: you know what? That's right. You are blonde, right? Yeah. I'm blonde. I do remember when I yeah. first met you, you were blonde. Yeah.
1: So I. Uh, um, I I'm naturally just like a real like boring like between blonde and brunette dirty blonde like not any real defined color just real blah hair oh, so as soon as boy. I was like allowed to dye my own hair I just started dyeing my hair and I was bright red for not like this red like like fire truck mm-hmm. red for a long long time and I love that look but it's really hard to maintain. Um, and well it
0: looks super natural.
1: Yeah, this is Angela Owen Walker, along with being my writing partner, is also my hairstylist. She's been doing hair for 30 years. <laughs> so Yeah, so she is the best. <clears throat> she is That's the cool. best. Um, she actually, I felt so bad. Uh, I was, I did have my hair bleach blonde. And then, honestly, I, I love having pink hair, but I wrote a couple jokes having to do with having pink hair. Mm-hmm. So I had her dye my hair pink so I could try out my pink hair jokes. Did it work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting over an upper respiratory infection. Uh, I'm totally fine, though. I'm totally, like... I'm good. I may get her sick, but I won't get you sick. I'm already
0: sick. Oh, no. Um, I'm going to walk out of here with TP.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I had the pink hair, and then, like, a week after I dyed my hair pink, I got offered this job that I had to have a natural hair color for. So I was like, hey Angela, like how mad would you be if I told you I needed you to dye my hair again? And she was like, it's fine, what color do you need? I was like, what color can you make it quickly? And she was like, pink to red is easiest. I was like, cool, got it. But as you know, there are a lot of redheaded female comedians. I made a couple people real mad becoming another redheaded female comedian. I think we're uh, not,
0: Would uh would Emily Griefer be one of them? No, no, I don't <laughs> okay. think. I don't even
1: think she's still a redhead. I think she's like brunette so. now. I don't know, but um, I'm not gonna
0: name names. I just
1: like heard through the grapevine that I pissed people off. Why? Like, yeah.
0: What? That's like that's like people get mad. That's like me getting mad because another guy gets a man bun. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> like oh, <laughs> fuck that guy. He can't have a man <laughs> bun. I was the first comedian Mexican
1: with a man bun. In the a beer. man bun. But to be fair, there are like. A lot of redheaded female comedians. Like if you look at them, like, like pretty much everybody who's everybody who's performing pretty regularly, pretty much is redheaded. So like, um, it's maybe I just wanted to join. them. I just figured it'd give me a boost. I'm
0: okay with that. The more redheads, the better. You know, as, you know, as you can tell, they're kind of my demographic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's
1: just happening because I can't dye any other color. I'm
0: that's like, not true. Not Yeah, that. exactly. That's what <laughs> my
1: thing is. My thing when is. You where... can go
0: black and go like completely dark emo yeah. look. She would look scary in all
1: black. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had black hair. I've done like brunette, but I've always been. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to go anywhere else once you go black. That's... Exactly. Once you go black. <laughs> you <don't> go back. <laughs> I can't go back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh my I mean, goodness. Out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's no, there's nowhere else to go. Oh my. Nowhere God. else to go. And I'm just too pale to have black hair. Like it's too. Yeah. It my parents off though. <laughs> <laughs> that's always the goal, isn't it? That's what always. You the... You <laughs> that was your parents the first off? Time my my hair dyed it Oh, that's a strong first move. Then again, I went fire engine red for my first color. So that's, I dyed my hair with Kool-Aid the first time I dyed it. What? Did you ever do that, dye your hair with Kool-Aid? No, I didn't have, I do no. Yeah, yeah. I've been told that I should have done that when I was younger, but
0: I Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I. Make it permanent. I literally like, so you like. I'm like out of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're sorry. I dyed my hair. Get her in like, a chair, like, you're, you're not know in house. House. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I tried to pierce my own nipple. Does that count for anything?
1: <laughs> Wait, I have to hear about that. <laughs>
0: Oh me trying to pierce. Yes. Me. Well, well, like I was. Context. Just, I how was old were you? I was like, just in high school, and we we're. I had a group of friends, but we hung out in this like gully area, and it was actually we actually dug into the hill,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: made like seats out of the dirt, <clears throat> and we would put like we would find like cushions or whatever, but that would be our spot to hang out, and, and the great thing about it is that if cops came by, they didn't know where our naturally made not naturally but our trail that we made ourselves. Mm-hmm. They didn't know. Um, how to get to it. So we would like totally see them at the end of the, the spot, you know, coming with their flashlights all, making all kinds of noise. But we would get drunk there, and then one time I told my friends to pierce my nipple because <clears throat> I was drunk as fuck and I thought it would look cool. Having so like he...
1: a parent trap moment with the needle and the
0: flame. and <laughs> We had a safety pin. Oh, gosh. And he tried to do it, but he slipped and he just kind of like scratched a big oh. piece off
1: with of it. Oh.
0: And uh yeah is so that why it looks funny. Hey, you shut up. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of my nipples <laughs> cuz they're inverted. Nipple
1: roast. <laughs> the classic nipple roast. <laughs> Boy,
0: I love doing these
1: podcasts.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So, well, let me see. We talked about your 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 comedy, we talked about your influences. What do you where? Uh, where do you want to see? Like, where do you see yourself in like in the future as
1: far as comedy goes? I I don't I, I don't know where I see myself so much. Cause I'm not the most confident person, uh, but I would love to someday just like not be famous, not have Netflix specials necessarily, but just like make enough to where I can do comedy as my only job. Like that would be the dream because I'm I'm just such a an unconventional person. Like between my health and I'm so ADD. Like having a regular job is so difficult. And I'm sure everybody relates to that. But like, I just, uh, my life would be a lot easier if I had the, I guess the the flexibility of being mm-hmm. a comedian, kind of like that. So that would be that would be kind of the dream. Either either be a touring comic where like some headliner sees me at some point and is like, "You, I want you," and then has me open for them, or like any, I'll take anything. Just like something where I make enough money to like do that and not have. So a day just out.
0: enough money to live comfortably. Yeah, not yeah, exactly. Worry
1: about your bills. Exactly.
0: <clears throat> Are you okay yeah. with like flying and touring
1: around the oh US? yeah that would be that would be so cool honestly that'd be so cool um i'm sure it's something that you know if i did it for years and years and years would get old but like at least to have that experience would be amazing because um, i love traveling i've always loved traveling and then recently i've just been like too broke to travel so that'd be a great way to make money and travel It'd be amazing
0: you know i listen <clears throat> i listen to a greg Fitzsimmons podcast uh fitz Dog radio Mm -hmm. and one of the questions he asked is like uh that he likes how like how do you pack to go on the road and it's actually very informative to to hear how other comics pack Mm -hmm. so when you get to that level you you'll be like okay well let me see if that works because you know everybody has their own like little methods Mm -hmm. but but like it would help if you already know certain things actually have and this is like a little side thing, but I have like a an idea for a sitcom that I want to do one I don't know I think I'll ever do it and I hope somebody doesn't do it before I do you're Right now, so. but it's gonna be like a sitcom where it's an airport, right and Pretty much the airport is just about all the stupid crazy shenanigans that happen at airports, you know and then but then you have like special uh, special guests would be the comics come in who have bits about their air, about their airport experiences, do them on on the episodes, and like I picture one where like Lewis Black talks about how like, you know he's been to this airport so many times like would it be like would it be just be faster if I just show up naked, you know can can I skip to the beginning and I just get through all this TSA bullshit. And it, I think it'd just be funny to have him just go crazy one day and show up completely naked. Oh, I said it Because <laughs> there's, so there's so many things about airport things and it'd be funny, in my in my head at least, it's funny to watch that comedian who did a bit about an airport or whatever and then just have him... <clears throat> like, like oh, what does an airport that people are always making fun of? LaGuardia. LaGuardia, yeah. Like if, if it was like a kind of LaGuardia type of airport it it's just so shitty... And like you know, they're dragging Asian people off planes and whatnot. <laughs>
1: just, so my parents uh, own a travel agency, so I'm like a professional ooh. traveler. Like I, I can pack like a like a boss. Like mm-hmm. I can pack to go somewhere very well. Um, but I also like I hear so many just like stupid things that happen at airports. Just yeah. like
0: what do you, what do you how do you pack? Like what do you what are your essential things to pack with you?
1: Uh, so I it's not so much about. So for one thing, I am a chronic overpacker. I always I'll be like, like I'll wear the same pair of jeans like three days in a row. But when I pack to go somewhere, if I'm gonna pack like five pairs of jeans for three days, like for no apparent reason, yeah. Just, like in case I pee myself two times, like who knows? <laughs> uh, what
0: pants. if I get yeah. diarrhea while I'm <laughs> on the plane?
1: plane? Yeah, <laughs> I need a new pair of pants. But I always I always roll my clothes. Like I don't fold a pack. I roll oh, them all, roll and I, I I I I think I I think that's a lot more efficient. Obviously, the classic like you know. Um, you don't put anything valuable in your, in your mm-hmm. carry on your valuables, uh, anything like a pill tray, you put it in your, um, your checked bag, but it's gotta be in a, in a bag of some sorts so when it neverly bursts open, all the pills are still in there, you know, just uh. basic stuff like that, like, oh. there's not that much to packing, it's... Did uh, you say
0: if it bursts, pills go everywhere? Yeah. Like... Why would you have a bunch of pills?
1: So, well, because yeah. I'm a sick person. Because oh. I'm a sick person. Oh, that's right. Human, oh, I'm and like, and what? Are
0: you like Xanax no, or no. ecstasy?
1: No. She's like, because I'm no. a party. I'm a party woman. You don't know me. No,
0: because I'm sick and I need them to live. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. so do you take a bunch of pills right now?
1: Yeah. I, I take, um, I think my, we've actually been downsizing recently. Currently, I take about seven at night and four in the morning. Oh, my
0: God. It's um, so nothing crazy. It used that's to be a lot gotta higher. That's got to be killer on it used your to intestines, though.
1: Um and nothing, none of them are opioids, so nothing's like nothing's like slowing down my intestines anyway. Um it's actually one of them's like a digestion pill. I'm on a, I'm on something called Marinol. Um I'm on it. You know, pretty close
0: to fit like, no, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: That's um, cool. I mean, well not that's cool, but I mean, you have to do what you have to do to keep
1: Yeah. yeah. I always like and I always do that. I'm a very self-destructive person, so I always do this thing where I'm like, "Well, you know, I've been feeling good for, you know, a couple months now. I probably don't need these anymore. Like, I'm doing fine. And I just stopped taking them. And, like, two days later, I'm just like, Ugh. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I was come Like, I'm probably. The worst is my digestion meds because um, I have bad gastroparesis. Like, if I don't take my pills, my food will sit in my stomach until I throw it up. Like, it's not oh, going to move. I- I've thrown up pretty much every day since sixth grade. Like, I throw up constantly um i've thrown up in every comedy club in town and not because of alcohol just because that's who i am as a person
0: um <laughs> so you're saying everywhere we go together you've probably thrown i party. have thrown up there yes oh. but in
1: different bathrooms so you know you don't have to worry yes. about that you know. yeah and i never miss i'm a professional vomiter. it's that it sounds like i'm believing people always think i'm i who was it the other day um i was at uh dusty's one of the open mics in town mm-hmm. and uh Uh, And there's always a long wait there, and they have 50 cent wings on the the Sunday we do the open mic. And I I had eaten, I'd gotten there early to eat some wings with, uh, who was I with? I was with uh, Jorge and David, American. um, And I I had the wings, and I immediately went to the bathroom and threw them up, because my my son immediately was like, nope, not having it. So I came back from the bathroom and was like, I just throw up the wings, gotta order something different, because I'm still hungry. And Jorge was like, what? Like, you did what? Like, clearly I'd never told him all my issues before. So he either, I know in his mind, he was either like, she's either sick or bulimic. Like, I was like, I don't know what's going on in his head, but I think suddenly he's worried about me. Like, what?
0: I, my, um, my brother, who's actually my co-host, but couldn't make it. He was the entire
1: time.
0: Yeah, but he said he couldn't make it for certain reasons. Um, It's okay, I'm only a little offended. (laughs) I don't, I don't know what's up with him. he. We started this together, but then he like fell off, and then like I don't know. So I'm kind of, I'm probably gonna do some rebranding and change the name of the podcast because there's no point Uns and Gump if Gump's never here. Yeah. And nobody calls me Uns but him.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: and he can pop up whenever he wants. He can still come over here and mm-hmm. be like a you know, a co-host whenever he likes. I'm not gonna tell him no. But as far as like the actual podcast goes, he's just not here enough to for me to keep him. Not keep him, but for me to keep him him as my
1: flesh and blood. (laughs) And
0: and, yeah, so we're going to do some rebranding here pretty soon. My favorite
1: story like that, there's a a restaurant I used to work in uh, called Dobro's. Mm-hmm. and the owner of the restaurant told me the story that he'd opened it with his brother, so They called Dobros because they were brothers and they were opening it together. And then like a month later, he pulled out and like moved. <laughs> and he was just stuck with it. Just, like, <laughs> it
0: was him. like if Super Mario Bros. came out of game and then Luigi just said, bye! Bye! <laughs> you did the game by yourself. and yeah. like, well, it's
1: just Mario. Mm-hmm. the other brother. I don't know. He was like, well, I'm not going to rebrand it Dobro, so I guess he, we're still he, the Dobros. He met, he met a woman and left. It. Probably what happened. Yeah, that's probably what happened. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. Well, women take a lot of our, our time, so sometimes it you gotta do that. Uh, what'd you say? I
1: mean, it does
0: take a lot of time. Oh, okay, I thought you were being smart. I was
1: referring to the podcast, not women, because you should, you should
0: love to do that. What, the women mm-hmm. or the podcast? Spend time on women. I love doing the podcast a little bit more. It's a little more peaceful.
1: <laughs> Except for
0: when I'm here. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're always... You're, you're good. You're, you're, she's my producer, also. The producer. I don't, gotcha. I don't know like if, if we've said that yet. Uh, she's like, uh, she's my young Jamie. I don't know if you ever listen to Rogan Podcast.
1: You know, I'm what? not a big podcast person. I'm too, like, ADHD. Like, I can't sit down and listen to something for that long.
0: Do you? I mean, you drive, though. What do you listen to when you drive?
1: Music. Oh, really? I yeah. can't do
0: music anymore. Like. I Can't do no more music even that new tool album. I can't I haven't had time to sit down and actually listen to it I don't mind like if I'm cleaning and doing stuff like that but like when I'm driving I listen to people talking because I get ideas from it sometimes and and, uh, Also, they're always comedy based, So I get to hear what the comics are talking about what's going on in their world over there in LA. Uh, or New York, or wherever the fuck they're going. Um.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I imagine next time I have, like, a long road trip, I may jump into some podcasts, but, like, at least for, like, the hour it takes me to get to Fort Worth, I'm always just, like, jamming to music and thinking of bits, like, that's all I'm doing. And if I, the thing about music is, like, I can let my mind wander while I'm listening to it, whereas podcasts, like, I feel like if I let my mind wander, then I come back in and I'm like, wait, where, where did this conversation go, like, what did I miss? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that does happen sometimes, like I'll zone out and be like, whoa, 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 what? Whoa,
1: what do you mean chihuahuas? Why are we talking about chihuahuas? Where did this come from? Uh,
0: That reminds me, I, I don't know why I thought about this.
1: this is, I'm very curious to see where you're going with this. It,
0: no, it has nothing to do with it, it's just okay. like, I, for some reason my, my baby foreskin joke just popped into my head. Because oh I know why, because I was listening to a podcast and they're talking about how Kate Beckinsale. Beckin Kate Beckin Beckin something, okay. one of the actors. Was apparently using baby foreskin as a facial. Oh,
1: I think I heard that somewhere. And yeah. I made a bit about it. It actually
0: did pretty good, but I never went back and actually polished it better. <clears throat> and uh, and now I'm thinking like that's one thing I, I need to bring back sooner or later.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always do that with uh, with bits like I'll write a bit and it'll be really good and then I just for some reason I'll just like forget about it It's just like that, there was one time my the best gift my friend has ever given me was she uh, not a physical gift but like uh, she we had reconnected after not talking for a little bit and she I had just started comedy when when I was talking to her last and then we like lost touch for a bit and then we came back in touch and she was like are you still doing that joke about your name and I was like that joke about my name like what are you talking about? And she told it to me, and I was like, oh, no, I totally stopped doing that joke. Like, I stopped doing that joke a while ago, and she was like, that was your favorite joke of mine. So I took it back out, and I've repolished it, and it's become, like, a lot of people's favorite jokes. So it's... it's uh,
0: what
1: is it? Uh, so I... I it's a true story. A I was rough. I was in I'm not going to tell it like I tell the joke on stage. Right. I'll just tell you the story of it. Like... Uh, I was, I get do a lot of internet fights. I piss men off on the internet quite a bit. That's one of my hobbies. And uh, my favorite, my favorite comeback I've ever heard is this man. I don't even know what we're talking about. It was year, it was a year and a half ago. So I don't remember what the subject was. don't remember anything. Except he came back at me with, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Because everybody knows all Ruths are trash. And I was just like, what? like, I'm not offended. Because like, I'm self-identified garbage, but... How do you know enough Ruths from which to draw that conclusion? Like, I myself am a Ruth, and I only know Babe Ruth and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I don't know either of them well enough from which to determine their trashness. And yet this man has run a gauntlet such that he had the scientific accuracy to say, all Ruths are trash. And honestly, it gave me a little bit of hope. Because yeah. here I was thinking all the Ruths were just me and a bunch of little old ladies mm-hmm. when actually there's been an entire generation of trash Ruths out there fucking shit up and carrying on our reputation. And I, just, <laughs> I, I always have people like raise their drinks to <laughs> the trash Ruths.
0: That is hilarious. It's yeah. very true. I've only known one other Ruth and that was in elementary. That,
1: that's my, that was the thing that told me. I'm like, you, there aren't enough Ruths from which to say that definitively. Like.
0: Nope. I don't hear that name that often. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, I said something on Facebook that you didn't like.
1: Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, I was like, God damn it! What the fuck is? This? <laughs> Wait a minute. But okay,
0: okay. Wait a minute. Yeah, I know, but you're telling me, because okay, the comment was I said fuck that kid. Yeah. yeah. But my mistake. I didn't read into the article. I yeah. thought it was a different uh, article where this guy had a sex change so that he can uh, so that he can compete with women and and win because <clears throat> that actually happens quite a bit. Which I find is not cool because if you're a guy, even if you're, you're, even if you're, you're trans, transitioning trans transitioning. transitioning is the term. Transitioning is the term, if you're yeah. transitioning
1: to a Although piano. I like that there's just like, like, Look. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> <Like,
0: like, laughs> I have no problem with a, a guy wanting to be a girl, but yeah, when it comes yeah. to sports... Like,
1: competing, yeah, yeah I get, that
0: more. Cool. <clears throat> I get um, that
1: more. it's not cool. I get that more. But I said, I said, fuck that kid. And you said, what do you say? I was like... I, I think because it was Sam that had the original response because uh-huh. um, it was just like totally not because the the thing was it was a, a woman who had transitioned into a man and wasn't and was still being forced to compete in female sports uh, and that, that was what the article was about but he wanted, she he wanted to compete with the men even though she was you know born wait
0: was it a, a guy I thought it was a cub a woman I thought it was so it, a man. it was
1: someone who was assigned female at birth transitioned into a man he sure? and was and was yeah I'm sure and was still being forced to compete in the female bracket even though they had transitioned had the new hormones now so he, he nah, was dominating. I, I
0: totally didn't read that.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, what a fucking, like, awful response to this dude who's forced in this bad situation. Uh-huh. Like, like, yeah, fuck this kid This struggles being forced to compete with people he no longer identifies. Like, was like, right. what? I,
0: I thought it was the other way around. No, I thought it was no. a boy who was transgender to a girl mm-hmm. and then they made him compete with girls because they wouldn't let him compete with a guy. Mm-mm. Because when I saw the picture, that dude had a hairy ass armpit.
1: Yeah, I, it's because he had fully was, done the transition from the hormone like, replacement. I'm all like, Jesus
0: Christ, like, yeah. that's no kid. He <laughs> 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 has more hair in there than I do. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of that shit. My it, fa- right. So,
1: I don't like I I don't shave. That's one of the things that pisses men off on the internet about me. I don't shave what? my armpits, I don't shave my legs. Let me see your armpit. So that's, I always flash my armpit in comedy gloves. Okay, we're gonna get a little bug of my bra real fast. That's, that's my, my sister fun. bra. It's not, it's not hairy. Oh like, my it's not, goodness, it's, it's, it's not bad. bad. It's not it bad. not bad at little, all. This like, just a little it's like. It's like, just
0: like a, it's, it's like a,
1: not even a, like a bristle, but like just a little patch you know, of hair. Yeah, it's just a little like patch of hair. Um, and people are always so disgusted when I say that. I'm just like, sorry. Like it actually started because after, after my spinal surgery, I, I was in this totally immobilizing upper body brace mm-hmm. and I, I couldn't move it. Um, but it wasn't waterproof. So whenever I shower, whenever I bathed, I couldn't shower. I couldn't stand up. But whenever I bathed, they had to transition me into the shower brace. that was a lot less stable. So I was in a lot of pain whenever I was like yeah. washing myself. Um, so I, I was trying to make my baths as quickly as possible. My mom had to help me and all this stuff. It was a very intimate time for me and my mom. Um,
0: but. Oh, believe me, the world's going to be changed here in about, <laughs> in 30, about, years. Yeah. In about 30
1: or 40 about years. about 30 or 40 years, yeah. Um. But she had just gotten done washing my hair and she was like, okay, now time to shave your legs. And I was in so much pain. I was like, no, like, get me back in my chair. Why am I shaving my legs? I'm bed bound. Like, put me back in my chair. Like, I'm done. Uh, And so after that, like, those three months I was bed bound. And then after that I still had to wear the shower brace. And I I couldn't physically turn my head to see my armpits. And I had lost movement in my arms. So it was just, it was so not worth it to shave. And then after I spent six months not shaving, I was like, oh that took up a lot of my time and it's not super worth it like and it was not a fun activity i didn't enjoy doing it it's a major time suck and it doesn't make that much difference so now if i were if i were somebody who was naturally like had black hair and if my legs were naturally like super hairy with black hair maybe i would feel differently i totally respectably want to shave i'm not against shaving as a concept it's just not for me um because like i've got like i mean this is the hairiest part of my leg and it's not i can't see sorry there we go. Oh, that's not, it's much not at bad all. at all. Like, there's no reason. There's no reason for me to spend time shaving that. Like, it's a waste of time. Um, so I just stopped. Yeah, and,
0: don't shave. You don't have yeah, to. Yeah,
1: exactly. Shave. That's why I, the, the I have a YouTube channel, and the only like negative comments, major dislikes, I've forgotten was on my video about why I don't shave. Like, I I got told. That I would single-handedly be responsible for the decline of the human race because I'm going to inspire other women not to shave, and then men are going to stop having sex with us, and we will stop reproducing, and we are going to die as a species, all because I made a video about why I don't shave. Really? Yeah, I was like, man, I was like, man, I have bad news for you about what went down before razors were invented. Like, this is this is. uh,
0: Jeez, must be nice to have that much power.
1: I, I know. I was like, man, I didn't. I All I had to do to save the world was stop shaving. Like, who knew? Quick, Alana, don't hear any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring down the human race.
0: Uh, you know, it's funny. Well, it's not funny, but like, I. Uh, <laughs> I used to do this thing with a couple of my ex girlfriends where I actually thought it was pretty hot if I shaved them for them.
1: <laughs> Interesting. So, so I would
0: shave their too Okay. And uh, and when, you know, when I was done, I'd like, you know, do my thing because I was turned on.
1: But, uh, (laughs) would you be opposed to a guy who's into that? That would take a lot of trust because that's like a sharp object down there with somebody else in control. Like that, that would take a lot of trust. I guess I wouldn't like, if they wanted to, I guess I wouldn't be against it. Um, I would never ask someone to do that. Like that.
0: Oh no no the yeah. guy the guy's totally got to be the one. Who, yeah
1: yeah just, yeah but I, I mean I guess I guess I guess I'd be fine with that. Uh, I'm not gonna I know I would not be fine with that because if I say I'm gonna be fine with that I'm gonna get creepy messages. <laughs> no I'm not no, fine with it. that. No. Uh, <laughs> no 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 well, you
0: you're way too sensitive like you're way too sensitive in, in certain spots where like. You already fucked my pussy once. Shaving. shaving. <laughs> well, I mean, not, I didn't fuck it just once. What do you mean? You already fucked up my pussy once. Oh, face. fucked it up once. So I'm pretty sure there'll be more times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: going to put such a great window into the room. It's going to be so great seeing your mics from now on. I'm going to oh, yeah. have a lot of inside jokes. it to be great.
0: Yeah, a lot of it. <laughs> jokes. Uh, okay, we've, uh, we've gone about an hour and 10 minutes. Cool. Uh, let's do like another five or ten. Cool. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I usually do this thing with my my comics, uh, who I call in the Conan O'Brien show to his podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Would you want to try doing that? Because what we do is we call in and ask him a question. Okay. I don't know if you can think of a question off the top of your head. God,
1: O'Brien. Yeah. Oh God. Um.
0: I have one that I
1: that. Yeah, what's your question? Maybe inspired question, question has, for me.
0: has there ever been any sexual tension between him and his assistant, uh, Sona Mosesian? Uh, because they have, like, this weird interaction and, like, I know they don't, but I think it'd be, I think it'd be funny to rally. See, up. I don't
1: know enough about Conan to have, like, a Conan-specific question as the problem. Like, I don't know who this person you referenced is. Like, I don't, I don't have enough yeah, I don't have enough Conan knowledge to, yeah. um,
0: uh, he's. Uh, he. I mean, he's. He really loves pointing out the fact that he's a tall redhead Irish Irish guy. <laughs> redhead, yeah. um, if you can think of a question, I
1: should ask something about being a redhead. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, you can. Yeah. <laughs> What advice do you would have
0: you like, for where, a new? Oh, what advice do
1: you have for a new redhead? <laughs>
0: what do you do? Like, would you be like the? Will you be the leader of the redhead rebellion of, of of the world and start? You know, start this, you know, this mad, insane domination. You know, redheads will rule the world again, type of thing. <laughs> so again? When did we rule
1: the world before?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but let's just say it's like, the, you know, the the reason um, everything starts at 1000 BC or 1 BC. Why? Because the redheads were in charge at one point.
1: Team up with with Wendy from Wendy's and mm-hmm. ask you'd people willing to team up with Wendy from Wendy's and to lead the revolution of the redheads. <laughs>
0: redheads. I can do that. Mm. You want to do that? Really? Yeah, I'll do that. All right, let's do it. Lana, you're not able to join. They will crucify you for dating me.
1: What? What? <laughs> oh, I see. Because you're not redhead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because no, I'm Mexican. I mean, you got the curls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, Conan O'Brien here. Uh, Here's the deal. Ask me a question. Feel free to ask me anything you want. And maybe, just maybe, I will answer your question on the podcast. So be creative, go for it, and maybe I'll be talking to you soon.
0: Hey Conan, it's Rudy from the UNG Odyssey Podcast once again, and I'm sitting here with local DFW comic Ruth Banks, and she has a question for you.
1: Hi, Conan. I was just wondering if you'd be willing to team up with Wendy from Wendy's and lead a rebellion of the redheads with the goal of restarting the calendar, redominating the world, and generally fucking shit up. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: it'd be a ginger fest.
1: Ginger fest indeed. <laughs>
0: Uh, I think we almost covered about everything. Um, any last words you want to say? Any shout outs? Are you going to kill me? Why am I
1: having last words?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, in case you haven't noticed. (laughs) How does this
1: podcast end?
0: (laughs) With you in the bad (laughs) basement. Quick question. Yeah.
1: Okay. You put salt in your water. Yeah. why? Why? Uh, so I have something called postural orthostatic, postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. It's called POTS. But people always think I do to do with marijuana, so I always yeah. just call it the full name. It's not POTS syndrome. It's Postural Orthostatic Tachycardia Syndrome. Uh-huh. Uh, but it basically means the um, it's a cardiac issue. It basically means the veins in my legs don't contract when I stand up. Um, so all of my blood, because most people, when you stand up, these veins contract to keep the blood moving throughout mm-hmm. your whole yeah, body. Yeah. Mine doesn't, so all of my blood kind of just rushes down. So I have really bad, like, dizziness issues that uh, I have issues with fainting sometimes. Um, And then I also have blood pressure issues because of that. And um, a great way to keep up your blood pressure is to consume a lot of salt. Mm -hmm. So I have to consume 10 grams of salt a day. Um, The other half of that is everybody thinks of hydration as a balance, as um, how much liquid is in your body. But it's actually a balance between like electrolytes and the liquid. Uh, If you have all this liquid but no electrolytes, you're dehydrated because that balances off. So if you have all these sodium electrolytes and no liquid, like that's also, which is what most people have. So most people just have to worry about the liquid intake. I have like, I'm really low on both. So I have to consume 10 grams of salt a day and all this water. But if I drink unsalted water, it actually dehydrates me because it throws that balance off. Yeah, um, okay. So sodium is a great source of electrolytes. So it's like, I can't drink Powerade all the time because there's so much sugar. I'd mm. be way bigger than I am. Um, so salt is a really good, just like simple way to get electrolytes and get your blood pressure up. So that's... That's my thing. Okay. Yeah. So
0: it's not just you being a hipster.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like my water salted. I, think <laughs> I don't know, man. Like,
0: <laughs> hipsters are always coming up with some new Coming weird up with some weird yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, you know, not a hipster. Just, uh, just sick. Mm-hmm. You want
0: know, extra scooters one day? You know, I don't know, wearing some funny hats next.
1: I did wear, I tried to bring the fedora back for like all of middle school. Mm-hmm. I actually just on my comedy page posted a collage of all of my pictures of me in my fedora. Um, just like you know, follow your dreams. Unless your dream is to bring back the fedora, then find a different dream. Um, okay. Well, yeah. thank you for coming on. Thanks for
0: coming on and, and spending time with me of and getting to know us more as comics and I, And I uh, very much appreciate it, man. Thanks, Ruth. Yeah. High five.
1: Thank you. Uh. Like my page on Facebook, Ruth Banks Funny for a Girl.
0: Funny for a girl. And funny Instagram. Girl. Find her on Instagram. Yeah. And we outie. Oh. <laughs> and I recorded doing that